Fun time of year getting set for a big baseball series this weekend between Auburn and Alabama as we now want to go to our Auburn Bank phone line and bring on the voice of the Auburn Tigers, Andy Burcham, kind enough to join us here on the show. Andy, how are things going for you in your world, my friend? Well, I'm sitting in the parking lot at Plainsman Park, and I'll go in as soon as I get done talking to you guys for a huge series with Alabama. That should wrap it up right there. Yeah, no kidding. It's a it's a busy time of year. It's a great time of year as school has come and gone academically at Auburn University, and now it's just time to focus on some baseball and uh, the rest of the year as it lies ahead. Catch us up to speed. How have things been for the Auburn Tigers in the league, Andy, over the last week or two? Well, the, the last two weekends, Auburn has played the top two teams in the league. At Tennessee two weeks ago, where Auburn lost two or three and had a chance to win all three games. And this past weekend, losing two or three to Arkansas, which leads the SEC West, in which Auburn lost two or three and had a chance to win all three. Auburn has won the middle game of the the last two weekend series. I thought Tuesday night was really an important game for Butch Thompson's team. Going to Troy with Alabama coming to town on the weekend, and coming off of a a tough weekend against Arkansas. And Auburn was just, it was all very businesslike. Boy, Auburn went about its its play on Tuesday. Jumped out to an early lead, outstanding defense throughout the game, very good pitching throughout the game, and we're in in a historically tough place for Auburn to play. Riddle Pace Field, Auburn Auburn won 11-4 and really took care of its business. I thought that was a great way then to get ready for this big weekend series against Alabama. You mentioned the Alabama Crimson Tide coming into town for Auburn here this weekend. Uh, Give us a little bit on this matchup, Andy. In terms of pitching, we'll start there for the Auburn Tigers. What does the weekend look like for Auburn on the mound? It will be the same rotation that we saw last weekend with Mason Barnett getting the start tonight. Trace Bright tomorrow afternoon at two and then joseph gonzalez sunday it's a late start time on sunday actually late start time tonight at 7 30 and sunday at three so barnett tonight bright tomorrow gonzalez on sunday and this past weekend against arkansas both barnett and bright pitched well enough for auburn to win auburn did win the game that bright started and could have maybe should have won the game that Barnett started. The, the the outlier last weekend was Joseph Gonzalez, who has been spectacular in SEC play, and he just struggled. It was a struggle for Joseph last week. As Coach Thompson will tell you, he just never got the pitches to the bottom of the strike zone. And that's where if, if Joseph is effective, and he has been all season long, he lives at the bottom of that strike zone, and, and his pitches just never got there this past Sunday. And, and they need to for Joseph to be successful, to be effective uh, for Auburn. I'm anxious to see well, how Joseph responds this Sunday to um, a, you know less than, less than a three-inning outing last week against Arkansas. Good news to report for Blake Burkhalter, who pitched an inning and a third in Tuesday night's game at Troy. He, uh, he looked very effective. He, I, I thought he looked a little bit rusty in the eighth, at Troy, but in the ninth, that was vintage Blake Burkhalter with a couple strikeouts, his fastball in the mid to upper 90s, uh, no hint of the hamstring problem that we saw a couple weeks ago at Tennessee, 
and we all know if if you follow this team, how important Blake Burkhalter is to Auburn on an SEC weekend. I mean, he has he has saved three games on an SEC weekend. He did that against South Carolina. That same week, he also had a win in the midweek. So we know how important he is, and when he combines with Carson Skipper, how important that tandem is at the back end of the Auburn bullpen. Let's talk a little bit more about the Auburn offense now as the Tigers get set to take on Alabama here this weekend. Sonny Deshera has grabbed the headlines all season long for the Tigers offensively. He's been one of the top players in the entire country. Andy, here in the month of May, Deshera has just three hits in the month. All three of those hits have been home runs. How can Deshera get back going a little bit, and uh, what else do you expect from this Auburn offense? Well, I think teams are pitching him a little bit differently. It's going to be tougher for Sonny down the stretch. You have more of a scouting report on what he can do, and he's facing really good pitchers. I mean, the last two weekends, he's faced the two best pitching staffs in the SEC, in Tennessee and in Arkansas. So let's give the other team a little bit of credit here because they've been doing that to everybody this season. And Auburn will face a good pitching staff this weekend in Alabama. It will be tough for Sonny the rest of the year because he has been that guy that has led the SEC in hitting all year and at times has led the country in hitting. So he has the target on his back. I think it's important what Auburn does around Sonny Deshera. I think it's really important for Case and Howe to continue his hot hitting. And he had three hits at Troy on Tuesday night. He's the guy that sets up Sonny Deshera and whomever is the number four guy in the lineup. Of late, it's been Bobby Pierce, and that needs to be consistent so teams can't pitch around Sonny Deshera as much. I think all of those factors will lead to Sonny Deshera continuing to hit the ball very well for Auburn. And I think teams will still, at times, just say, listen, put him at first base. We don't want to have to worry about the big guy in the middle of the lineup. So I think that's a factor for Auburn. Brody Moore, I think, is also very important for Auburn after the back half of the Auburn order. And then don't forget Cole Foster in the number nine hole. He has quietly put together a very good Southeastern Conference season. And he's a terrific springboard from the bottom of that Auburn lineup to Blake Rambush at the top of that Auburn lineup. So I like this Auburn offense. I think we have seen this Auburn offense put things together. Is it important for this offense to put it together down the stretch? It absolutely is with these two final Weekend series, Alabama this weekend, and Kentucky next weekend on the road. What stands out about this Alabama baseball team this season? Well, I think they're a better hitting team than they've been in the in the past. And remember, this is an Alabama team that was in the NCAA tournament a year ago. So, I mean, it's a team that, that has postseason experience. And a team like Auburn that was picked near the bottom of the SEC West. So, like Auburn, they have that chip on the shoulder. And listen, guys, whenever Alabama comes to town, and I know it sounds like a cliche, it doesn't matter how they're playing, they elevate their play when they come to Plainsman Park. You recall a couple years back, Auburn was a much better team throughout the season. And an Alabama team that was going nowhere came in and swept Auburn on a weekend. So we have seen this Alabama team put things together against Auburn. They won two or three last year against Auburn in Tuscaloosa. They're very good defensively. I think their starting pitching staff is very, very good. I think they have a closer who has seven or eight saves. And and they're a team that is right now 
trying to make not only the SEC tournament, but the NCAA tournament. So they're playing with a little bit of urgency. And I hope Auburn plays with that urgency here this weekend as well. Yeah, can't wait to see the series again. Three games this weekend at Plainsman Park here in town. Auburn taking on Alabama. I'm curious, if someone were to ask you, Andy, to try and describe sort of the environment in the baseball series between Auburn and Alabama. Uh, a lot of people obviously know what to expect on the gridiron when these two teams meet, but over the years, what have you noticed out of the environment on the baseball diamond between these two schools? Too many times Alabama plays at Auburn when the students are gone. And I don't understand that part of the scheduling, but uh, that's the case, and that's the case this weekend. So um, fans need to take up for what would typically be a, ra- a rather rowdy student crowd and I think there will still be some Auburn students at this game but I don't know how many times in the past we've seen it when Alabama comes to town graduation has already taken place and so that that makes a difference at this ballpark I think the crowds this year have been terrific for Auburn I think what coach Thompson talked about this year in operation atmosphere has taken part or has taken place at Auburn we have seen big crowds and rowdy crowds here and those folks that set up outside the right center field wall uh, and, and, you know, bring whatever libations and food and their lawn chairs and, and have a good time out there. Uh, we have seen the crowds on top of the parking deck uh, and up on the Tiger Terrace having a big time and families. And listen, parking is a plenty this weekend on campus. The last time Auburn played here, you could hardly find a place to park because of graduation. That's not the problem now drive right up almost to the front row and walk across the street to Plainsman Park. Plenty of parking for this weekend. Uh, Hopefully, uh, if if you're not able to make it and you have tickets, you're giving them to someone else. But there needs to be a rowdy crowd here. And I'm not talking disrespectful. That's not what I mean. But it needs to be a rowdy Auburn crowd here this weekend to face Alabama. Can't wait to see what the environment looks like. Andy, before we let you go, tell us a little bit about what's going on at the Auburn Sports Network. Obviously, uh, Tiger Talk is done for the year, as we said, with the academic calendar coming to a close. But you guys stay busy between the Talking Tigers podcast and all of your other adventures. What can you expect uh, with the AU, with the uh, Auburn Sports Network? Well, uh, the, the, the current Talking Tigers podcast is with uh, Auburn track and field coach Ralph Spry who is stepping down after 25 years at the end of this year. It's already been a terrific, um, it's already been a terrific SEC championship for Auburn with uh, both wins in the women's hammer throw and the javelin last night. That continues in Oxford, Mississippi. Uh, A a terrific Auburn women's tennis team came to a close, or season came to a close today against Texas in the Super Regional. But there will be a doubles pairing and a singles that will advance now to the NCAA championships, same for the men in, in Champaign, Illinois. Uh, this coming week's Talking Tigers podcast is with Auburn's outgoing president, Dr. Jay Gooch. I guess his last day in office is Sunday. And Monday, uh, you'll hear from the uh, the outgoing Auburn University president, not once but twice as, as Auburn's outgoing president, Dr. Jay Gooch. In the weeks to come, a couple retrospectives uh, for us on the Talking Tigers podcast, J.J., uh, we've done this for the last couple of years, a retrospective of our friend Rod Bramblett, uh, who, pa- who will have passed away uh, three years ago uh, in, the, in the weeks to come. And then following that, another retrospective on another Auburn legend and Coach Dye. So those are all coming up. We look forward to finding out on Sunday where Auburn softball is headed 
to the NCAA tournament uh, with with the call with you and Britt yes, on the call. Always look forward to that. And then in a couple weeks, we'll find out where this Auburn baseball team, hopefully, is playing right here at Plainsman Park, and we get to talk about a, a Auburn host, which will be the first in 12 years uh, hosting a regional. But to do that, Auburn's got to take care of business with these last two w- weekend series. Appreciate the time, Andy. Go ahead and get on into the ballpark, and uh, we'll be listening to you later on tonight. Thanks for the time today. Thank you, J.J. War Eagle. War Eagle.